I had to unbuckle my belt here. Oh no. Not because of the food. I went to Target. Okay. And I needed a new belt. And I, I took one, put her on my waist. I said, ah, that should work, you know? Oh, and then no. I had Annalise with me. She's like, Daddy, that looks small. And I was like, <laughs> what? Tried you. It, it's, it's, bro. Are I you on the last? Yeah, the last, no. last. So I'm starting at the last, last. But that's motivation to get back into the gym. It's something. Yeah. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Post Lunch. Lunch, lunch. That's actually just my voice. That was no effects. My name is Anthony. I'm here with Kevin Hawkenberry. How are you today? I'm well. I am so happy that you are well. Yeah, I had a good lunch. Yes. <laughs> we went to a new place today. We did. And um, from the get, you showed me some pictures last week said, hey, I got a new spot. Yes. And I was super excited. Today, you get into the office and I mentioned this place and you you seemed unenthused. You didn't seem like you wanted to go here. Well, it's a 20, 21 minute drive, which I don't think it was that long, by the way. I think we got there a lot faster. Yeah. But that's what it said. It's in it's in Altamont and it's Easter week. So obviously I've got a lot of prep to do. But um, kind of the origin of this place is I was on Facebook and they were talking uh, the Orlando Sentinel. Oh, put together a top 10 Chinese uh, restaurant list for the Orlando area. Okay. Which you probably didn't see. No. Because you're never on Facebook. Yeah. So um, I went to click on it. Right. And it's one of those where you have to pay no to way. Like, get the news article. Did you pay? No. I've, there's, there's certain there's like things in life I won't pay for. I will never pay for a news article online. I will never pay for anything in like game apps. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like I'm not putting money into that stuff. Um, but anyway, so I was like, well, let me click on the comments because some, sometimes people are like, well, let me save you two ninety nine, and they'll tell you, they give you the list. Nice. Well, no one did that. But someone did say, how is Yummy House not on this list? And it became a common theme among oh. some of the other commentators. They were like, what about Yummy House? And someone's like, yo, how do you have a top 10 Chinese list without Yummy House on it, right, for Orlando? Okay. Orlando area. It's like, well, then I got to try Yummy House. So I, I looked at it on Yelp, and I was like, okay, four stars on Yelp. Yes. Not bad. And I said, okay. And that's why I told you about Yummy House. And you showed me some pictures from Yelp, and I was like, wow. Yeah. It looks so good. And yeah. it looks cool. The place looks cool. Yeah, in the pictures. Yeah. It wasn't that cool looking when we got there. No, so we pulled up. It's yep. in a Publix Plaza. Yeah, across the street from the Altamont Springs Mall, by the way, for those listening. If you got to get your Easter outfit, you're hungry, don't have mall food. No, go to a Yummy House. Bro, by the way, let me just tell you what happened to me. Real I'm fast. sorry. To, yeah, real fast. Real fast, okay. So I'm at the Altamont Springs Mall the other day getting my my Easter gear okay. together. And um, I went to the food court and I was with Joey, just me and my son. And he had his like heart dead set on Chick-fil-A. So we got Chick-fil-A for him. And I saw it in the food court. Payway. No way. Payway. No way. So Payways have kind of gone away, but they're still around a little bit. We used to have one. Payway is like the little sister of P.F. Chang's. Yeah. it's. I think you compare it like Toyota and Lexus. Okay. That's it's, a really it's good. It's like the same yeah. company. Thank you. Yeah. So um, they used to have this dish, or probably still do, called Thai Dynamite. Yes. Bro, it was so good. And then the one we had by us in Virginia when we lived up there is gone in Gainesville. Yep. They just got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever. So when I saw Payway at the mall, I was so pumped. It wasn't Payway. Did they have Thai Dynamite on the menu? No. Oh. It was just like one of those regular mall Chinese food places, but they called themselves Payway. That is so With wrong. like the similar font, the similar everything. The food was so bad. The lo mein was so bad. Uh. So I say all that 
to say this. If you're at the mall and you're hungry, don't eat Payway or Chick-fil-A or any of those other places in the mall. Go across the street to and go Publix to Plaza. the Publix. Now, there's two Publix Plazas. <laughs> yeah, back to back. No, like literally across the street from each literally. other. Literally. So if I say across the street at the Publix Plaza, there's two. That could throw you. That could throw you. It's across that main road there. That's Just Google Yummy House. Yes. So we walked in. We pulled up. Okay. And the plaza is one of those one. The only thing they got going for them in this plaza is the Publix. Yeah, it's one of those like old public, I mean, old Florida plazas. It's like painted beige. Weird. Yeah. And we see Yummy House and I was like, oh. On the drive over, I was feeling, this is what I was feeling. I looked up some stuff and the prices were expensive, man. They were very expensive. And I was like, yo, I don't know if we should go here. Right. And so we pull up and then it kind of looks like a little bit like boot on the outside. Yeah. There's like, the paint is not right. The door looks janky. No. Okay, so we walk in. We had we had this thing. We said, we'll know. You mm-hmm. and I said, we'll know. We walk in and we'll smell it. Right. And we'll know. Right. We walked in. The guy handed us a lunch menu. And the most expensive thing on the lunch menu was ten ninety nine. Yeah. I said, we can do this. We can do this. We still didn't know, though. We didn't know. We but thought we, we would know, but we didn't. So we sat down. We look at the price and we said, we can do this. We can do this. Okay. There's only one other couple in there. Yeah. I looked at their food and what they ordered. And I was like, hmm, interesting. I ended up getting the same thing that that lady had. I didn't know. Right. Now, in, in their defense, it was 1136 when we arrived. Yeah, we came a little early because yeah. we didn't know what we were getting into. Right. Right? Okay, so we get in there. We sit down. This place is the most Chinese, like, the pictures looked like a really cool. Modern. Yeah, like yeah. bistro. Even the logo. Yeah, yeah. Their website is very misleading. Yes. It, it looks like just a regular Chinese place this, on the inside. Yeah, it's the most, yeah. like what you would expect from a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. They even the the TV show thing was all Chinese. I'm talking like they were watching some Chinese show and the subtitles were in Chinese. Right. That's how like <laughs> it was so and well, they then, have a bunch of different languages over there, you know. Whatever it was, Mandarin. Right. It doesn't right. I don't know. I don't speak the language. Right. And then they had this back wall with like some really nice China. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. There was like right. nice China. Mm-hmm. And then there's like just like styrofoam backstock. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it was like, directly behind you. So let's jump into this. We sat down. Looked at the menu. Mm-hmm. We said we're going to go have these. Right. What did you get? I got the um, honey walnut chicken dish. I also ordered uh, some spring rolls, vegetable spring rolls. Mm-hmm. And um, so the spring rolls came first and they were good. They were very good. And the sauce was even better than the spring roll. Yes. Yeah, there very good. And we got fourth. the hot tea. And that cup was so hot, I could not drink my hot tea for like probably 10 minutes. Yeah. You went right in for yours. As you should. (laughs) I couldn't even hold the cup. It was a couple degrees below boiling. Yeah, that's too hot. It was way too hot. And you ordered some spicy deal. I got the yummy spicy dish. Yes. And it was shrimp, beef, and chicken in this brown spicy sauce. All of the the dishes, both they both came with two scoops of like white rice, like Mm -hmm. two cups, like Mm -hmm. flipped over. Yours had some bok choy that you said Mm -hmm. tasted a little... Well, the bok choy was fine. They they drizzled some kind of fish sauce over it, but it tasted like homemade like fish sauce. Mm. It was it tastes like bait. But you ate it all. I ate it. That was the worst thing I had, and it was fine. Oh, man, mine was delicious. Yeah. You you had the yummy spicy dish. All three of those are accurate. Yeah, it was, it was yummy, yummy, spicy, and it was a dish. It was a dish. Yeah, and it was good. And guys, we got out of there. Um, we split the little appy. Yep. With tip it was yep. like sixteen bucks. Yeah. It was very good. I'll go back. Yeah. The spring rolls were like ten bucks. That's what jacked no, up the price so high. No, they weren't. There's no way they were. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Listen, I'll go back. They deserve every bit of four stars on Yelp, just like how they had. Every bit of four. 
I don't the, know if I can go five. No, no, it's not a fiver. But it's not a three. No, it's not a three. Right. And the place filled up right at lunch hour. Right. I'm talking like the seats were taken. We walked in and there were so many servers just standing around. I was like, what yeah. is going on here? Yeah. They were ready. They knew the rush was coming. Yeah. They were Wednesday. nice. On a Wednesday. Yes. They were nice. On a Holy Week Wednesday. Right. This is Holy Week. We just had Palm Sunday. We did. We got Good Friday coming up. We're hosting a service here at HQ on Friday for Good Friday. Um, sometimes I accidentally call it Black Friday. I don't mean to do that, but <laughs> it just feels like, don't you, you get it? You get it though, right? You waited to say that when I had a whole mouthful of hot coffee. <laughs> I don't mean to. Sometimes I accidentally call it Black Friday, but. Um, because, yeah. I, I had to unbuckle my belt here. Oh, no. Not because of the food. I went to Target. Okay. And I needed a new belt. And I, I took one, put her on my waist. I said, ah, that should work. You know? Oh, and then no. I had Annalise with me. She's like, Daddy, that looks small. And I was like, <laughs> what? Tried you. It, it's, it's, bro. Are I you in the last? Yeah, the last, no. last. So I'm starting at the last, last. But that's motivation to get back into the gym. It's something. Yeah. All right, where were we? So Holy Week, we got Easter coming up. Good Friday. Here's our concern with Good Friday. We we have our church meets on Sunday mornings in an 850-seat place, yeah. which we don't fill. Um, but HQ only holds about 40 to 45 comfortably. And even then, we don't have enough seats for that many people. Right. So I, we put some Facebook ads out and stuff, I, which you... Did not see. I don't think you saw their Facebook ads. I'm not on Facebook. That's right. the running joke. If you guys are picking up on this is episode whatever four of a thousand episodes. Um, but yeah, we're getting a lot of like love from Facebook right now. That's really people. kind of Facebook to. Yeah. So we might have a problem. I think we have a problem in that this is a whole other conversation. I think Facebook is um, you are the last Jedi of Facebook. Me? Yeah. People um, my age and younger do not traverse Facebook. It's toxic, bro. Well, I just, for for anything, like nobody goes to Facebook if you're if you're under 35. I'm 35 this year. 35 this year? That's a I, big one. I can't say under 30 anymore. No. That's crazy. You haven't been able to say under 30 in five years. Um, so it's Holy Week. Today's Wednesday. And uh, if you look at the actual Holy Week calendar, not a lot happened today. This was the day that most people believe that uh, Jesus was betrayed yeah. by Judas. Yes. Uh, this is when the exchange went down. Um, some people believe this is when the anointing took place in Bethany with uh, the alabaster box. It's interesting. We don't have time to get into that today. Right. But um, anyway, so not a lot happened on this Wednesday. Tomorrow, everything begins to ramp up. Yep. Big time. Yep. Passover week. Um, all right. So I went to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, back in January, we yes. talked about that on the show a little bit with my boy John. We did a little walkabout, I called it, and um, I spent I spent 25 years of my life in South Florida. Okay. Um, most of that in, in Broward County, Fort Lauderdale area. And so John and I went down there, rented an Airbnb, kicked it, read our Bibles, prayed, encouraged, talked. Uh, John's cousin, Lewis, is down there. Lewis okay. is an old friend of mine, good dude. And then my boy, Kanata. Um, man, Kanata and I go way back. Matter of fact, he was just up here visiting this past weekend. He went to church, him and Amanda. That was Sunday. really cool. They just walked in. I was yeah. like, wait a second. Yeah. We're going to get Kanata on here one time on the pod because him and I uh, like to debate and yeah. fight and argue he, about just about a, everything. It's a funny um, time to listen to the, you two go back yeah. and forth. And you know what? Shout out to my boy, Kanata. He has really found a niche for himself. He's a, he, he does hip hop, but he does a lot of stuff for... Um, like commercials and TV. Like if you're sitting down watching TV, 
there's a really good chance you're going to hear one of his songs. Right. NFL, WWE, uh, The Rock t- um, shows. He did um, season two of Fortnite. That was that he had, he did yep. the main song. So really cool. Uh, so the four of us got together um, a couple times while we were down there because those guys lived down there, and we went out one night and we started talking about this thing called Chat GPT. Yeah. Did I get that right? You did. I had never heard of this before. Now, this is January, so I'm, I'm well-informed now. Okay. I'm caught up. <laughs> but they started talking about this thing. It's AI. Yeah. And you can, like, type stuff in there, and, like, it spits stuff back at you. Yeah. It's it's weird. So, I, of course, I started asking the question, like, is this Skynet right. from, from Terminator? Like, is this going to take over? There are people that are very fearful of chat GPT. Right. Can you give me, like, a couple, like, what is this exactly, chat? Because I know you you have the window open all day long, and you're typing stuff in it. Yeah, I, not all day long, but I do use it. <clears throat> it is artificial intelligence uh, in a chat room type setting. So you can ask it a question and it will generate a response very quickly, very accurately. Based off the information it has received from billions of people on the planet. Yeah, it has access to a certain data set that whoever the creator is gives it permission to look at certain things. Right. So, okay. An example, the other day I was working on my sprinkler system and I asked it some questions on best practices for like, for like plumbing for my, my irrigation. Pause. Yes. You went to chat GPT instead of YouTube. I wanted to see what the chat would say. Really? Yep. Was it helpful? It was informative and quick. Really? Yep. I didn't have to, you know, cause sometimes, okay. Everything based off of this, and this is a little bit nerdy guys. I know that you're listening. Everything that it's, it's all based on the prompt that you ask it. Right. So if you're not good at asking the right questions, right. you're going to get some boot results. Right. And so I just, I asked it the very, right questions. Very specific questions. Specific. And it came back. Questions that I already knew because I wanted to see how, mm-hmm. how accurate it was or like how fast it would respond and okay. some stuff like that. Um, a lot of people who do coding and, um, you know, writing software and stuff like that, they will put their code in there and say, why is this not working? And it will. Really? Yeah. Amazing. Like, oh, you missed a semicolon here or you need to do this or whatever. So this is like next level search engine in a lot of ways, right? This it, is like this is like the next, like you have Google, you can find anything in Google. We use Google as, as, as a verb, like go Google that. Yeah. This is like that to like times a thousand or whatever. Yeah, man, there, there, there are some really, really cool things you can do. Like, okay, the other day and I, I just wanted to see, right. And so I said, can you summarize whatever, um, passage we were in the Bible that we, we, we just read a couple weeks ago. I think we, we were doing the, um, uh, it was either the alabaster one or the mm. one before that. I forgot which one it was. And I just said, can you summarize this passage from John? Whatever. Right. And with such speed yeah. and accuracy and like conciseness, like it gave right. me one paragraph. This is what this passage is about. Right. Okay. So that's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But you told me you've been using this for something else too, which is really cool. A, a number of things, but one of the, cool things that I I've been telling my kids bedtime stories with chat GPT. And so I, the other night I was putting my two oldest girls down and I, uh, I said, you guys want a bedtime story? They're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I typed in, I said, give me a, uh, a silly bedtime story for my two daughters. Um, 
I forgot exactly. I could pull it up what what my uh, what my search was. Hold on one second here. But you said you want characters. Did you give the characters names? I did not give them character oh, names. Oh, ChatGPT named them that? Yep. I said this was the, the exact prompt I put in. I said, write a funny bedtime story for my daughters about two animal friends who love to eat tacos and play in a band. And within seven seconds. Seven seconds. The story of the bedtime adventure story of a lifetime was was written. Wow. Now it gets better. Yeah. So that was night one. Night two. No, these were all in the same night. I would give us another one. So you're just banging them out. Yeah. Okay. So then under that same prompt, you put another prompt in. I said the very next prompt, I said, write the next adventure because they named these two characters Fuzzy and Wags. It was a cat named Fuzzy and a dog named Wags. Right. They're two taco-loving bandmates right. who are on an adventure. But then by story two or three, Fuzzy's grandfather dies. Yeah. I, so my my um, daughters lost their papa. Right. Um, a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. two years ago. And I wanted to see if I could tailor fit right. these bedtime stories around the stuff that they're dealing with. The real life stuff. Yeah. So I... One of the other prompts was like, give me a, write me a story of Fuzzy and Wags, two taco loving bandmates um, who get caught in a lie. Right. And that it talks about like, dude, it was, it was incredible. And so you, there's like life wow. lessons you can build into these stories that you're not really having to think about like building some right. whatever. But what got, got crazy is it wrote a whole story about how Papa, they get the phone call, Papa passes yep. and it takes them, takes Fuzzy through the grief of yeah. losing Papa. But then the next story, yes. Fuzzy and Wags visit Nana. And you don't say anything about Papa. Nope. But it was smart enough to realize, oh, this is the same story. And when they go to Nana's house. They reference. They reference. They find a secret room that was Papa's with all his instruments and stuff. Yep. Th- this is unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I thought today, because uh, some people still don't know about this stuff. Actually, quite a few people don't know. They're either afraid of it, they right. don't want to know about it, they think it's Skynet. Um, but we want to kind of unpack it a little bit today and just have a little bit of fun with it. So this is what we're going to do. We're okay. going to do some live chatting chatting with uh, the GPT. Is okay. that how you say that? Yeah, with the chat. That's what I, I just call it, the chat. Okay. So here's what we're going to, we're going to give it some prompts. We're going to do a few things and just see what it spits out and then we'll read it to you. Gotcha. All right. So um, because I'm Irish, I thought how cool to see if we can do an Irish limerick about cooking and Christmas. So give Create, maybe like create, how would you say that? Like, I'm just going to say, give me an Irish. Limerick, which is L-I-M-E-R-I-C-K. Oh my gosh. About cooking and Christmas. But I hope it doesn't spit out one that already exists. Would, would it do that? No. Everything is always brand new. Oh my gosh. Sure. Here's an Irish limerick about cooking and Christmas. All right, what we got? In the kitchen on Christmas Eve... Maureen cooked a grand feast. Believe the turkey was tender, the mince peas a splendor. No one left the table to leave. Okay. So now you can say that was good or bad, and then it will. Interesting. I I can tell it like, I didn't like that. Give me a different one. I can regenerate the response. You want to try one more of that same prompt or no? No, let's keep going. Okay, let's keep going. All right. Let's write a worship song. About God's faithfulness. Okay, so I'm going to say write... A worship song. <laughs> Listen, here's the, here's the thing, bro. Write me a Christian... Worship song 
about God's faithfulness. Here's the thing, bro. How many pastors are using this to write their Easter sermon this weekend? I don't know. At least, at least two. For those of you listening to my typing, yeah, I'm a slow typer. So <laughs> let me be. You're banging them keys hard too, bro. Like you're mad at them. Um, faithfulness has one L. There we go. All right, you're spitting one out. Okay, verse one. In every season, in every trial, your faithfulness remains. Ugh. Through every hardship, through every trial, your love for us sustains. Wow. Chorus. Great is your faithfulness. Oh God, my Father, morning by morning, new mercies I see. Wait, that's a song already. All I have needed, all I've needed, your hands have provided. Great is your faithfulness, Lord, unto me. That's a song. That exists. No way. Great is thy faithfulness. Yes, it is. It's. Did you tell it to write a new one? I said, write me a Christian worship song about God's ah, faithfulness. It plagiarized. No, it did not. Here's the bridge. You are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Your love endures. Your mercy overflows. We trust in you. We rest in you. For your faithfulness is our hope. And now I can, there's no music to this, you guys. I can say, give me, give me chords for this song in the key of D. You cannot say, give me chords for this. That's not going to work. And if it does, we're, we're, you need to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> the key of D. Sure, here are the chords for the song in the key of D. Verse one, D, G, A, D, in every season and every trial. So it's not putting the chords directly right. over where the musicality would be, you like, but it's giving you a chord chart of the G, musical does flow. Does G, A, and D go together? Yes. Very well, right? Yes. Okay. It's incredible. All right, here we go. Uh, I thought this one would be fun. New chat. Coming. New chat. Um, write a commercial jingle <laughs> for a cleaning product called Spizazz. Write a commercial jingle. For a cleaning Sorry. product called Spizazz. S-P-I-Z-A-Z-Z. -Z. That's how I spelled it. Spizazz. Write a commercial jingle for a cleaning product called S-P-I-Z-A-Z-Z. -Z. Yep. Oh my goodness. Sung to an upbeat, catchy tune in okay. parentheses. That's what it's saying. Okay. Verse one. Do you want your home <laughs> Do you want your home to shine and glow? Get rid of the dirt. And grime, let it go. With spazazz, your cleaning is a breeze. It leaves your place spotless with ease. Here's the chorus. Spazazz, spazazz. It cleans like magic. Spazazz, spazazz. It's fantastic. Say goodbye to stains and dirt and grime. Spazazz will make your home shine. I, I even have a bridge. I need spazazz. Did you leave the worship part in? No. <laughs> it's probably doing like a commercial jingle worship. No. That's, I, that's I, long, though. Like, a jingle is usually, like, a couple... No, they gave you the full extended cut if you wanted to, like, get uh, famous on Spotify. So, like, um, like how Fresh Prince only has some of the song. Right. But then if you listen to the full song... Yeah, there's, like, deeper. Okay. Yeah. All right, this one's going to be a fun one. This, I, I, I'd be interesting to see if we can do this. I don't, think, I don't, think, I don't think it's going to do well with this one. Right. So I, far, are you impressed by this? Yeah. Like, this is cool, right? Yeah. We did some of this with John. Not this, is, this though. This, this is, is like, fun. This is fun. It's fun. Yeah. All right, here we go. Write a Yelp review for a restaurant with great food and a dirty bathroom. Write a Yelp review for a restaurant with great food and a dirty bathroom. I wonder if it'll recognize Yelp. That's like another name brand. Spazazz. Spazazz. I need Spazazz. Oh my gosh. Uh, I wonder if Spazazz is antibacterial. Probably, right? Great food in a dirty bathroom. Here we go. 
Are you guys ready? It's it's typing as if it's a real person. So it's coming like word by word. Really? It's coming in, yeah. So I recently visited this restaurant. <laughs> Wait, they actually did this. Yeah. This is hilarious. Okay, I, we, the prompt was write a re- review, right. Yelp review for a restaurant with great food in a dirty bathroom. I recently visited this restaurant and I must say the food was absolutely amazing. Mm. From the moment I took my first bite, I knew I was in for a treat. The flavors were perfectly balanced and the presentation was spot on. The chef clearly knows what they're doing in the kitchen and I can't wait to go back and try more dishes. Mm. Unfortunately, I have to mention the state of the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) It was not up to par with the rest of the restaurant. It was dirty and in need of some serious attention. Spazazz. This was a bit disappointing as it took away from the overall experience of dining at this establishment. Despite the state of the bathroom, I would still recommend this restaurant for its incredible food. Okay. It's clear that the focus is on the quality of the dishes and I can overlook a dirty bathroom for the for food this good. If you're looking for a great meal, this is definitely the place to go. Just beware that the bathroom may not be the cleanest. Okay. It didn't give it a number rating, though. What do you think that is for? Uh, give me, how many stars is this review? Oh, you're going to add to yeah. the prompt. I, he's going to say four. Because you can't use a half star. Um, okay. What'd he say? This is what he's saying. Here's some limitations of ChatGPT. Okay. As an AI language model, I'm not capable of giving an exact rating or number of stars for a Yelp review. However, based on the content in the review, it appears to be a positive review of the restaurant's food, but with a negative mention of the bathroom. The overall tone seems to be balanced (laughs) and the reviewer should still recommend the restaurant despite the bathroom issue. Mm. Ultimately, it would... It would be up to the individual reading the review to decide on the number of stars they would give gotcha. based on their own standards and preferences. So that's where it what is. What a political a com- answer. Yeah. It's com- it's a computer. At the end of the day, it's a computer. Mm-hmm. So that's where like a computer cannot review, cannot give a star rating for something. Because it can't feel. Because it can't feel. Interesting. You a big April Fool's guy? Like when April Fool's comes, like are you like pranking your kids or anything? No. When I was younger, when I was like a teenager, I was going hard in the paint. Really? Yeah, but like as a grown up, I don't do that. One time when I went on a <laughs> a youth retreat, like with, and I was like an older teenager, me and my boy Frankie went out and we caught, um, you know, the like the geckos that are almost like translucent. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were in Orlando for a retreat, and we caught probably a hundred of them. Dang, that's a lot, bro. It was dozens, like so many. You could put your hand in a box and you're you're pulling out thirty. So many. Gross. So many. That's gross. We like packed them in like this Coca-Cola bottle. Or was, I don't remember what it was. It was a big container we had. And so it took us an hour, probably two hours to catch them all. It took us a long time. Because they're kind of slow. They're slow. They're gotta, night- and, and they chill in the light. They're it's, nighttime. Yeah. yeah, they're easy. So, um, and we went back to our room and I took this kid's blanket. I opened no. it up. And no, I you did not. All the lizards. You did not do that. <laughs> yeah. how, is that a, how is that an April Fool's prank? Well, it wasn't April. It was just a prank. I guess uh, I was just thinking about pranks. Okay. Isn't that funny? He yeah. woke up and there were like dead lizards all over the bed. That I felt bad about because I don't like to kill lizards. That's horrible. There were so many geckos everywhere. That's horrible. Anyway, um, I'm not a big April Fool's guy. I think it's a pretty corny thing when people do like, you know, April Fool's stuff. Um, but I get it. It's fun, right? Yeah. April Fool's this year, my kids came into my room and said, we're going to Disney. They're like, oh my gosh. I said, actually, we're going to the beach. They're like, okay. 
That's mean. That was mean. <laughs> you did that? I did that. You told your kids you're going to Disney and, and that was a joke? And I said we're going to the beach instead. They're, they were just as excited. My heart hurts for a your children. <laughs> so um, have chat GPT. Okay, new chat. Um, tell us a good or create create a good. I don't know. Give us five good April Fool's. Uh, April No, just one. April Fool's Day prank, but including an apple and an orange. <laughs> I wonder how it does with like um, spelling issues and crap like that. Okay, here we go. One great April Fool's prank that involves an apple and an orange is to switch the stickers on the fruits. <laughs> Here's how you can do it. <laughs> Are you serious? That's what it says. Get an apple and an orange and carefully remove the stickers from both fruits. <laughs> Swap the stickers and place the apple sticker on the orange and the orange sticker on the apple. Place the fruits back where you found them either in the fruit bowl or the fridge. Wait for someone to pick up the apple or the orange and watch their confused expression as they see the wrong sticker on the fruit. Right, so they go to like try to like peel the apple. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> You'd have to be something so but, special to fall for that. Listen, <laughs> listen to the stipulation. This prank works best if you have someone in your household or office who is particularly detail-oriented or loves to check the labels on their food. It's huh. harmless... It's a harmless and fun prank that is sure to make someone do a double take. Unless you're allergic to citrus. I just feel like this is where there's holes in this. Yes, there's right. definitely a hole there. <laughs> well, here's the thing, and, and we'll finish with this. Uh, we might take a few minutes here. I don't know how long we'll go here. But um, there are there are people that are... There are pastors doing their research for their Easter sermons and different things on chat GPT. I see no problem with that. And I don't think there's a problem with that. But I think the problem in lies is when you say, write me my Easter sermon. Yeah. That's where I start to struggle with a little bit. And there are, dude, we could put in there right now. Yeah, We could put absolutely. in there, write me an Easter sermon. Like, like just pop it in there as, as, as I'm talking. Yeah. Write an Easter sermon, uh, focusing on uh, the empty tomb. So, so people will do this. And, you know, they'll have their artwork. The graphics guy will create a whole look around that empty tomb. Um, and they'll put this in there and it'll spit out a sermon. Yeah. Now, preachers for years have been stealing sermons from other preachers. But at least the sermon originally was put together by a person along with prayer and right. good study and the Holy Spirit and, you know, elements that make a sermon. The difference is... What you're talking about, those those moments are God inspired. Right. And this is um pulling information from the Bible and right. from other sources. Sources and and is inspiring itself based on what what the chat thinks was already God inspired. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. And so I think the issue here is um is there is a like a measure of lifelessness right in what's being written so, that doesn't it's almost mean like cloning that doesn't mean that what the chat just wrote which this looks like a devotion not a full right message that doesn't mean that there isn't power in what that is if it's actually it's, referencing scripture it's and, from the bible it's got to have some power right and stuff like that um i do see that on here there's no reference of bible scripture really 
Yep. There is an amen. So it's praying. <laughs> so uh, it says, my dear friends, today we gather to celebrate Easter, the most important day in the Christian calendar. We come together to rejoice in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who conquered death and rose from the dead. And as we reflect on this miraculous event, this is one symbol. There's one symbol that stands out above all others, the empty tomb. Mm. Now, for me, that yeah. is a great opener. Yeah, so I, mean, I might use that Sunday. Yeah, we just copy and paste that. <laughs> just copy and paste right in my notes. Yeah, so I, I think there there are... I'm totally joking, by absolutely, the way. Absolutely. I am not are. using that. There, I think there are totally great use cases um, for any type of creative to leverage in artificial intelligence right. in any type of copywriting or anything like that. Um, I don't think that you should necessarily go word for word from what this is. Right. Okay. But so maybe there's some stuff in there you, you could find that you could use. Absolutely. So here's a, here's a practical use case that I use currently in my workflow. I will take your sermon notes, right? Which the way that you write your sermon notes is, is in between like a transcript and bullet points. Yes. I, wouldn't you say that's a fair way? Yeah, it's a hybrid. Yeah, there's some there are some portions of what you preach on Sunday that are word for word of what you wrote. The older I've gotten, the more <clears throat> transcript it is. And okay. Less, like if I look at my sermons from when I was like 23 years old, it was right. just like one or two pages of like a lot of bullet points. Yeah, so for the chat, the, this is a great source material when I put this in here. Mm -hmm. And what I do is I copy your your message and I put it into the chat and I say, summarize this message into a YouTube description with relevant um, search engine hashtags. And it does that. And it does it with awesomeness. Wow. Because I'm sitting in the message on Sunday and I'm not a great writer. Right. And I want to be able to have a description because in that description, that's how people on YouTube are when they're searching. Like, I, I want to know about the empty tomb. Well, if you mention that, it's going to come up if the description is right. So instead of me having to like sit through your entire message and then calculate what I think is a, the best synopsis of what you said on a Sunday. Right. Or make you like, Hey PK, I need yeah. you to give me that. Like you don't have time for that synopsis every week. You don't have time for that. Right. So I'm able to, you already wrote great content. Right. I mean, I'm able to put that into this brain right. and say, Hey, can you summarize this for me with the appropriate stuff? So that's an example of a good use yes. for chat GPT. Yeah. Um, now, the church has done a pretty good job through the years of adapting to cultural changes. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes there's negative pushback, right? When rock and roll first became a thing and Christians started playing in rock and roll bands, was that the devil's music, right? There's a lot of that foolishness. But, but for the most part, we've done a pretty good job of, oh, culture's heading this way. Right. You know, uh, there'll always be some pushback. But I mean, people love hymns today. People equate hymns to basically like secondary is, you know, to scripture sometimes. Right. People just think hymns are the, you know, this is what it's all about. Right. And some people think, think all we should ever sing is, is our hymns. Um, but hymns came from old bar tunes. Mm. You know what I mean? So right. many of them came from songs that were sung in bars and people took that melody and put scripture to it. Right. You know, or, or not scripture, but, you know, um, worship to it. Um, and so through years, I think we've done a pretty good job of adapting to everything. Um, even, you know, when it comes to the usage of stage lighting and, you know, haze machines and different things. Now, sometimes we've gone too far with that. For it, sure. it really looks like a show more than a church. But uh, I think we've done a pretty good job. Another example of that is social media. You know what I mean? Um, we've taken 
social media instead of just saying it's the devil's world or something, we say, how, how can we leverage, leverage that yep. for the Lord? Um, and so you see that a lot of things, even in our technology, our computers and just everything. So it kind of got me thinking on the chat GPT thing is, you know, what are some pros and cons for the church? Um, let's start with the hard one, right? Which one, which would be like cons? Are there cons? I mean, what is, what is the con? The, the con is that you are, um, you are making, you are crippling yourself, your, your own creativity. If you're letting something like this, write your messaging completely for you. Yeah. So, okay. I think about GP, GPS. Yes. Oh no, GPT, GPS. Is that like global positioning talking? I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> um, but like, I still have to use my GPS to go to the Altamont Springs mall. Okay. When I moved to Virginia is when GPS first started becoming a thing. Remember I had a little, was it TomTom? Is that what that was? Yeah, was remember those? So I had bought one of those for like a hundred bucks, whatever at Best Buy. Because Virginia, like those roads just go wherever they want to go. Yeah. They're all over the place. Um, I always use my GPS. And then eventually I would use it on my phone. But I never really got to know the roads of Virginia. Mm. Now, close by I did, yeah. But like, I don't know, like Stafford and, right. you know, Culpeper and all these places that like were further away from me that I didn't go to. Right. Um, and so I think in a lot of ways, it really just put me on cruise control. Mm. It dumbed me down. Okay. And so I think like with chat GPT, I think it can kind of do some of the same thing. If you just start using this thing to, to write devotions, your weekly devotion for your church, if wow. you do that or you write your weekly message with it or, or whatever it is. And it's, it starts, you start using AI to do things. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think though, okay. Going back to your style of of the way that you and Pastor Stacy write your sermons are are very well thought out and very detailed. And so it, I don't think it would be bad for us to put your sermon notes in there and say, give me five devotions from this content for, for this week's social media push. Yeah, so I guess you, you would take those five, right? And you could, you don't have to use them word for word. No, you, you could modify it. Modify it, you know, cut and paste, get it out of there and then and then tweak it. So like, it's doing some of the lifting for you. Right. Almost like self-checkout at a target. But to but to just say into the chat, give me five devotions. Like, well, right. have you when was the last time you actually opened your Bible and like right. let the Holy Spirit ins- inspire a right. moment of That's the scary thing with this with the church to me is it can begin to remove the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I think the presence that, of God in your sermon writing and and in devotion writing and for sure. I think that this is a tool not a solution. Right. And I think if you can learn how to use this tool and and you can wield a artificial intelligence and leverage that for kingdom work right. or for your small business or whatever, I think if you can figure out how to leverage that but not take you out of the mix. Because I, the Bible says that we're created in God's image, right? And in, in his likeness, which means that you and I are both creative and mm-hmm. everyone listening to this, people who say like, oh, I'm not creative. No, you're very creative. Creativity is, ju- is just another way of saying like, I'm good at problem solving. All of us know how to solve problems, right? right? And so I think you as a small business owner or a teacher right. or what fill in the blank, I think that you can leverage this tool in such a powerful way, but that does not, I don't think that is to replace your creativity. Uh, here's my concern. You know, I remember when I was in school, high school, well, not high school, but well, yeah, high school, but like really more like elementary school and all that. We weren't, we were forbidden calculators. You couldn't mm-hmm. use them. You weren't allowed to use them because you're trying to train your brain how to do math without just putting in a right. calculator. And um, 
my kids are in a private school now, but last year when they were in the public school, one of their um, items to pick up was a calculator. And I thought, well, what do you guys need a calculator for? You're in elementary school. Like that was that they were like banned. Hmm. That was like contraband. Like you couldn't have you could get you couldn't get caught with a calculator right. when I was in elementary school. But now it's part of it because so many kids have phones now, so the calculator is there. So we've kind of given into that. Right. And so I think we're raising up a generation of kids that can't do quick math. We see it all the time. You go to Starbucks, your bill's two seventy nine. Well, let's call it three seventy nine right. with inflation. You give the guy four dollars, and he just you just kind of looks at it, you know, and then hopefully his machine's working. Sometimes you go to a place where the machine's not working and they've got to do the math. Right. No, the real curveball is, is if you give them like the two extra yeah, pennies or something to want, like... You want silver back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like they're... That you just threw a wrench into the car. Yeah. So like for me, I don't know the road. I had to use GPS to go to Altamont Springs today. Right. Now I'm getting close. You know, I, I really need to start shutting my GPS off to like help me understand that. But like I have nobody's phone phone number memorized. Okay. I, you know, so what happens when the EP, e, EPMD, what's it called? EMP. EMP. What happens when the EMP cap comes and the zombies come and then what are we going to do? We can't do math. We can't write our own sermons. Right. <laughs> we don't know where to go. I know how to load a shotgun, <laughs> I think. Let me ask the chat. <laughs> yeah. How do you load a moss? You know, whatever. Um, so like that's my concern is that... And we talked, we called John, who's a friend of mine. We had yeah. Pastor John on back in January. Yes. And we asked John, because he's he's totally nerds out with all this stuff. He yeah. like, is like really smart with this. And we said, So is this like Skynet? Is this Terminator? He goes, No, the better analogy would be Wally. Yes. Wally's the better analogy. Yes. Where you just get AI just doing everything for you. Yes. And you're way overweight. You yep. just lay around. And then, you know, that's the problem. Right. I think um, at the end of the day, what all of this AI stuff does, and, and this is the reason why I don't think it will take over and start building robots and right. have some sort of like consciousness or something. And we got into some conversation about that that maybe we can talk about later. But um, I, what it all comes down to is that all of this AI is following protocol from its creator. Right. So some group of people have built chat GPT and there are parameters that this chat is not allowed to to go right. around. It has morals. So if right. you, to it, some degree. Morals within quotations, right? Like, well, like it's the, the morals of the creator. Of the creator. So like if you to try to put something racist in there. It will not. It won't. It will no. just say, I can't do it. You don't have to I'm not going there, to do but, but there, <laughs> there does say there's limitations here and it says what you can do and what you can't do. Right. right. So exactly. So. But so far it's not racist against Christianity. No, it's not. <laughs> Which is nice. Right. And so uh, I, I think it's overall, overall, I think that where technology is going for those people who are smart people and have a good head on their shoulders and are um, are able to leverage technology in a useful way, where we're, where the future is going is going to be incredible mm. for those of us who are not that that we are just consumers of whatever is put in front of us, right? And we're not leveraging the tools that are being built and created. Mm -hmm. We are just going to fall by the wayside. Right. That's where I think AI could be very damaging or technology in general could be very da damaging for humanity. Gotcha. So for me, I, I view YouTube as entertainment, but education. Right. I learned so much. From YouTube, and I know other people who get on YouTube and they're just watching bullcrap all day long. Right. It's like, dude, you're. This is not helping you. This is hurting you. Right. Right. Same thing with like mindless scrolling on right. social media and all that stuff like that. How is that helping you? Right. It's not helping you. It's not. You're not being edified by that, right? And so, um, 
you just have to know what your limits are as a human mm-hmm. or personally, right? And say like, is this tool beneficial for me? Right. Or is this a crutch? Right. Right. Like I'm not a great writer. So if I, if I'm never going to become a great writer, if I let chat GPT write my next book. Right. Right. Or like heavily get a lot of copy stuff written from this chat and say it's my own. Well, that's what we got into earlier was you have the story of fuzzy and wags. Now that you got like four or five episodes, uh, you know? Um, yeah. Is that yours or is that it's Google's? not mine? Is it Google? I don't know who makes it. I think Microsoft makes this. Well, G, what I thought it might be Google. I don't, I don't know. know. But either way, they own it. They own the stories of Fuzzies and Wags. Fuzzy they, and Wags. Right. The cool part is that, like, none of it is ever repeated. Right. Theoretically, it's, I mean, it's we don't all, know. It's, all, it's always an iteration. So you can never say, like, say that again. <laughs> right. But. <clears throat> well, listen, Easter Sunday's coming. Uh, I will be writing and have started writing uh, a sermon for this weekend. That's going to be amazing. We're right. going to celebrate that Jesus is alive. Amen. Our hope is found in him. The tomb is empty. Uh, I will not be using chat GPT to write my sermon. But I will be using it to write the description on our YouTube. <laughs> so after Easter Sunday, if you want right. to go see how well it did, right. watch the message and then read the description. Um, but I did get my Easter fit. Okay, let's let's hear about it. Well, twice a year, Christmas and Easter, okay. Christmas Eve and Easter, like that's when, I, that's when I go to the mall and get the fits. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, is that a big deal to you at all? Or are you going to be like in t-shirt and khakis? Or no, something? I'll probably, I'll probably wear like khaki pants okay. and I'm going to wear like a pink, okay. uh, like a linen, down linen type. Linen deal. Yeah. Will that be like new from Ross or no, like I've you had, have one? I've had this for a few years. I think I wore it a few Easters ago to be honest okay. with you. Okay. So, so going out to the mall or I, to Ross or to Target. I like the idea of it, but I don't know if I'm going to. Okay. Just because you don't feel like, like going and through and doing all that or spending the money on all of that or maybe a little bit of all of it all of it yeah i think what i have is is going to play well so i don't I, feel like i need to i love it yeah. i love going to the mall you are a, a fashion forward Sometimes. young man yes yeah. yeah and i do dress myself for the most part occasionally no. stacy does i think you do a, i think you do a good job thank you stacy does dress me occasionally but for the most part it's it's all me yeah. I, do, I do, I do, I do all right. Yeah, you got, you got some steez. So I went to, um, I went to the Altamont Springs Mall. I had no idea about the Yummy House. Yeah, that's what I went to pay away. Right. right. Well, now you um, know. Now I know, and uh, I got a pink button down. Oh, we're gonna match. Well, this is like one of those shirts that like our youth director wears. Like one of those like cool like, I don't know how to say. Oh, it. Oh, flowy. It's more flowy. flowy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like not silk, but it's like that right, type of that okay. type of material. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm wearing that with some uh, some khaki joggers, and then I got some new Nikes. Okay. Does anybody still call them Nikes? No, but that's awesome. I love it. Everybody calls them Nikes. You've heard of Nikes though, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, and I got some new Nikes. I actually got a pair of shoes. I, I, I texted them to my wife. Oh, I heard you on a conversation. I need to look up what these are called. Uh, with the LeBron shoes? Yeah. Yeah. So they're like the LeBron shoes, like all, all-star edition, uh, pink and blue. Um, and I, I got them. I never spend this much money on shoes, but these shoes just like jumped out to me. And I was just like, I need those uh, all the way to the left. All the way to the left, you're right. All the way to the left. That, that, that guy, I think that's him. Yeah. Is that this it? This is the shoe that you got? Oh, no, that's not it. Anyway, um, and I texted my wife. She says, no, that's not the shoe you want. Because because I'm doing like a khaki pants and like a pink shirt, I wanted some shoes that kind of popped a little bit. And she says, no, that's not what you want. So instead of listening to my wife like I should have, uh, I dropped it in my text with my, with my boys. Well, Kanata and Lewis and John. They're all, yeah. yeah and I, those I, guys are all fashion forward too. Oh, sneaker heads and like cool vibes. Every one of them is a better sneaker head than me. And it's not even close. 
That's okay. So, yeah, it's fine. You have someone to look up to. But it's I would rather be the one looking up to the other sneakerheads than being the guy. Because okay. I can always go to these guys and ask them, which shoe should I buy? Right. So I took Are pictures. Are any of them your size? Like, did any same of your sizes? friends? Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, man. Um, but I took pictures of five different shoes, six different shoes. I put them all in the chat, like, which ones, right? And I, I thought for sure they were going to say, yo, those LeBrons are, like, hot, right? And they just, all of them. And I already purchased the shoes and I left them all because they didn't, I guess they were busy. Oh, so it's one of those. They don't, yeah, my text, like, takes, like, maybe sometimes an oh, hour to get going. Man. You should ask the chat. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. What do you think of these? <laughs> so all of them, Stacey said LeBron's look cheap. And Kanata's like, yeah, those are not, they're, they're not, I don't like those shoes that much. You need to get these. And they all clicked like on the same shoe. Whoa. All four people. So did you get those instead? I went back to Altama Springs. What did we get? What are they called? These are just like regular, I don't even know what you call them. They weren't expensive at all. They were just like some. They were Nikes though? Just regular high top Nikes. They have like a, um, like a light pink stripe and like light pink um, laces. They're fresh. So anyway, I'm ready for Easter. Alpha's ready. Sermon's coming along. Can't wait. I'm excited. So that's all I got. That's awesome, dude. I'm really happy for you. Mandalorian season uh, episode six comes out today. It came out today. I, I know. haven't watched it yet. I, I have not watched it. Wait. I scrolled Facebook. No. And someone said that is the worst thing to happen to Star Wars since Jar Jar Binks. No way. That's no, what no. I promise you. And I said I have to stay off social social network until I finish watching this. That, like, God's honest truth, hand over your heart. Yes. That's what they said. That's what this guy said. I didn't even finish reading his second sentence. I can't. I can't. And then there was, like, a bunch of comments. So apparently it's probably one of those episodes that's going to be